Welcome to Corvette Today, the podcast that talks about everything Corvette, with your host Steve Garrett, MC and DJ at one of the largest Corvette weekends in the country, Corvette Fun Fest, president of the Corvette Club of Kansas City, Missouri, and radio disc jockey at the number one radio station in Kansas City for over 40 years. Here's Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening and watching Corvette Today, the show that talks about everything Corvette and the only current podcast dedicated to Corvette. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. I appreciate you tuning in. Corvette Today is brought to you by Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-639-4231. You can listen to Corvette today on all podcast platforms. You can also listen on your smart device. Just say, hey, Google or Alexa, play the podcast called Corvette Today, and you're connected. Be sure and visit the updated Corvette Today website. It's corvettetoday.com. You can also access everything there, including the Corvette Today merchandise store. You can also join the Corvette Today Facebook group there and sign up for Corvette Today emails, notifications, and updates at corvettetoday.ck.page. And if you like YouTube, you can subscribe to the Corvette Today YouTube channel. See all Corvette Today episodes on YouTube. And be sure and patronize our flagship sponsors of Corvette today, Aerolari Wheels, a true forged wheel with over 20 different unique styles to choose from for your C8 and wide-body versions of the C7, C6, and C5 Corvettes. It's an amazing value, starting at only $23.88 for a set of four fully forged wheels. And use the promo code CT111 and get $100 off your purchase. Visit aerolari.com, that's A-E-R-O-L-A-R-R-I.com, and use the promo code CT111 for your $100 discount. And Soul Performance Products, developed and manufactured in the United States, the Soul Performance Products exhaust portfolio has been tailored to elevate the experience of the world's most exciting sports cars, including the latest generation of the Corvette. Soul Performance Products, the official exhaust of Corvette today. Also, midenginecorvetteforum.com, the forum that focuses on the new mid-engine C8 Corvette. Meet a lot of Corvette enthusiasts like yourself at midenginecorvetteforum.com. And a shout-out to Corvette Forum and CanadianCorvetteForum.com, welcoming Corvette enthusiasts from around the world. My guest on today's show is the quality launch manager and, more recently, the vehicle systems engineer for GM and Corvette. Now, I know you're probably saying to yourself, what exactly is a quality launch manager and a vehicle systems engineer? Well, he's going to explain that to you and how it relates to Corvette. He's been featured on Corvette videos, namely the most outstanding Savage Geese video about Corvette production. His name is Jeff Brown. Jeff, welcome to Corvette today. Morning, Steve. Thanks for having me. Great to have you on the show, buddy. First of all, let's talk about you, Jeff. Let's talk about your childhood, where you grew up, your siblings, and did you come from a car family? Sure, good question. So I actually was an only child, which I think a lot of the people that I work with point that out pretty quickly to me. I actually grew up in a military family, so I've never really lived in one place for more than five years my entire life. And I really enjoyed that upbringing because you're always going to a new place, a new town, meet new people. And those skills have transferred to me as an adult today. As far as being from a car family, my parents, they're airplane enthusiasts. My dad was an F-15 pilot, so that's what kept us so mobile when I was younger. But on my mom's side of the family, 
family, yeah, I definitely came from a line of gearheads. So all my cousins, when I was growing up, had Chevelles and El Caminos and trucks of their own that I was exposed to at a very early age. So seeing where I am today isn't much of a surprise. That's cool. So you did come from a Chevrolet family, right? Yeah, as I look back and kind of think how I was brought up, I was probably drinking the Kool-Aid pretty young. Uh, (laughs) My mother's side of the family, they ran a farm. So all of the support trucks that we ran were Chevrolets. That's all I've owned. And again, the personal hot rods that we've been building over the years have been Chevy as well. Small blocks, big blocks, we've been fans. So again, it's a pretty natural fit for me to be able to do this for a living. Fantastic. Now, when did you know you were a car guy and was Chevrolet your car from the get-go? Um, it's, it probably was. So I've known I was a car guy for as long as my memory has served me. And my parents have definitely confirmed that as well, that when I was a toddler, I think one of my favorite stories that my mom tells me, and again, this is past my memory. I was coming down the stairs into the garage, tripped, rolled underneath our Oldsmobile at the time. And they panicked. They thought I was going to panic as well. When they looked underneath the car, they saw me just staring at the engine and poking at stuff. And they had a pretty good idea at that point in time that I might have a future being a gearhead myself. Well, and I know that in previous videos that I've seen, you knew all the car brands growing up as a little boy. And you love the like a rock marketing from Chevrolet. I did, yeah. But again, another story that my folks tell when I was young enough to just see over the sill out the window of the car to other vehicles nearest at a stoplight, all I could see were hubcaps. And apparently I was able to identify that shape to the car that it was on. And to my parents' surprise, because my dad wasn't there with a car encyclopedia telling me what was there, I just picked up the different names and I guess it was a natural fit. That's cool. (laughs) Now, how did being a car guy influence your career path when you went on to college? Uh, Sure. So that passion really drove my entire academic career. At a young age, I pieced together pretty quickly that what I wanted to do as a car guy was get the opportunity to engineer the cars, right? So not just work on them. I enjoy spinning wrenches a lot myself, but to be able to influence their designs and affect how customers interact with the cars that I cared about, that led me through a very STEM-focused academic career through high school. So, you know, going through different robotics competitions and calculus and things of that nature. And then as far as getting into school in university, it was no different. Let's talk about university for a minute, Jeff. What did you study at college and what jobs did you take once you graduated college before you got to General Motors? Yeah, so I went to Texas A&M University down in College Station, Texas. I studied mechanical engineering, and I actually stayed there and got my bachelor's and master's both consecutively. I decided, you know what, I want to learn a little bit more, and I'm probably not going to want to come back to school once I'm working, so let's knock them both out together. And I think the most pivotal decision I made while in school was serving on our Formula SAE race car team. So basically, that's a collegiate competition around the world where students come together to build a car over the course of a year and compete and race with it. And I got the opportunity to serve as the project manager and technical director for that vehicle, which largely got me the exposure to General Motors and to get me into a job doing this professionally. When I was in high school, again, I was pretty clear that I wanted to get into the automotive field, looking at all of the universities across the country. Admittedly, when I was younger, I was much more of a truck guy. So my first vehicle that I cut my teeth on as as far as wrenching was a Jeep Cherokee that I've since built into this massive rock crawler that I take across the country and run the hardest trails I can find. I was looking for a combination of a strong mechanical engineering school that also had an off-road club. And believe it or not, that kind of narrows the list down quite a bit. And I found the Texas A&M Off-Road Club. And during my junior year of high school, when I went to visit the university, I went and met some of the folks that participated on that team. And I definitely found my group. 
And of course, the university itself had an outstanding program. So the decision was pretty easy for me. As soon as I made that visit, I canceled the rest of my applications and just full steam ahead down to College Station. Very cool. Great story. Well, buddy, let's take our first break. When we get back, we're going to talk about you and General Motors coming up next on Corvette Today. We all know that wheels make the car. Wheelcraft's PVD chrome finish in bright chrome or black chrome will take your Corvette to new levels. And it comes with a five-year warranty. Wheelcraft is returning to Carlisle this year with on-site mounting and balancing services on Installation Alley. Take advantages of the on-site exchange of your factory wheels for Wheelcraft PVD chrome and eliminate all shipping charges, which can be a savings of $150 to $300. Wheelcraft is prepared to exchange C8's 5-spoke, Trident, 20-spoke, and Z06 wheels, as well as select models of C4 through C7 factory wheels. Contact Wheelcraft today to place your order and let our mobile tire service partner mount and balance your newly finished wheels so you return home in style. Durability is a defining feature of the Wheelcraft finish. Their PVD chrome is superior to traditional chrome, with a finish that is brake dust resistant and cleans effortlessly with soap and water. Wheelcraft offers factory wheel exchange for select C4 through C8 models, or they can apply the PVD finish to your current wheels. No matter what generation you own, Wheelcraft will transform the look of your Corvette. With every Corvette comes a unique story, and Wheelcraft has embraced his idea. When you purchase your new set of wheels, you receive a lifetime membership to the Wheelcraft pit crew, granting you access to your own page on Wheelcraft's website, where you can post pictures and tell your Corvette story. If you're planning on attending Carlisle, be sure to visit Wheelcraft craft on the midway and take advantage of mobile and wheel exchange on installation alley call early to place your order and reserve your appointment for installation visit our website at wheelcraft.com or call 833-639-4231 arrive in style with wheelcraft Welcome to the world-famous Auto Direct Corvettes, America's best pre-owned Corvette destination. Family-owned for 70 years and three generations, the number one Mid-Atlantic Regional Dealer of the Year for 15 years in a row. Corvette enthusiasts nationwide all say we have the best Corvettes in the USA with 125 Corvettes and exotics in stock. We are C8 and C7 Corvette heaven and proud to say 50-year Corvette specialists. AutoDirectCorvettes.com, 856-461-1199. You're going to love our Corvettes as much as we do. We guarantee it. When you want to buy a Corvette, or any Chevrolet for that matter, get yours from Hendrick Chevrolet Shawnee Mission located in Kansas City. Hendrick Chevrolet is the largest Corvette dealership and showroom in the Midwest. With a knowledgeable sales staff and Corvette sales specialists on hand, they'll help you build the Corvette of your dreams, and they ship nationwide. With Corvette certified master mechanics on site and a huge parts department, with over 24,000 parts and $2 million in inventory, Hendrick Chevrolet is well equipped to take care of your every need. From sales to service to collision repair, Hendrick Chevrolet has you covered. Visit ChevyUSA.com or call 913-384-1550. The Radiator Grill Store offers C8 Corvette A-pillar wind diffusers in beautiful carbon fiber or OEM gloss black that help reduce wind buffeting when a window is open. Easy installation and OEM fitment. Plus, get 10% off your total purchase with the promo code CT10 at RadiatorGrillStore.com. And now, back to the only current podcast on Corvettes, Corvette Today, with your host, Steve Garrett. Thanks for checking out Corvette Today on podcast and YouTube. It's the only current podcast dedicated to Corvette. 
Corvette Today is brought to you by Wheelcraft. Summer's here, and so is car show season. You want your Corvette looking its best. Dress it up with bright chrome or black chrome wheels. Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or do a wheel exchange, and you get a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com or call them 833-639-4231. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me today is Jeff Brown, the Quality Launch Manager, and more recently, the Vehicle Systems Engineer for GM and Corvette. In the second segment, we're going to talk about Jeff's work career and how he got to General Motors. Jeff, we talked a little bit about your jobs right out of college. Give me the story about your transition from the job you had into General Motors. Sure. So when I was in college, I took full advantage of getting any internship that I could, right? So I had a lot of fun working for a variety of different companies, doing different things just to see if I'd be interested or not. So I actually started out doing some material science research for Boeing. I also went to Peterbilt Company in Denton, Texas to put semi-trucks together. And I even spent a summer as a field service electrical engineer servicing the Midwest, going to various power stations and learning that's exactly what I did not want to do for the rest of my life. (laughs) And I got very lucky that the final internship that I was able to secure was with General Motors at the Milford Proving Ground. As we've touched on, it's pretty evident. I'm a car guy. I love this stuff. And to arrive at the Proving Ground for General Motors for the first time was surreal and a shock. I mean, you're talking about the largest automotive proving ground in the world with around 145 miles of testing roads that are specifically engineered to bring out the best and worst from all of our products. So that first summer, working on full-size truck, basically durability testing them and see where they broke and then improving them, I was sold. That was the end. I knew I had no chance I would have to come back to work for GM for a living. That's fantastic. Now, let's talk about how you got into GM and what jobs you had when you first got there. And then how did you get to Corvette? Sure. So as I mentioned, I was able to work with our college race car team, and that got me the visibility to get an interview with GM and got me that first internship. And also, as I mentioned, my initial interests were largely in the full-size truck space because that's where I spent a lot of time growing up, spent a lot of time around them. I knew the products very well. So my first job was as a driveline development engineer. And I really enjoyed that time because it was a really hardware-focused role where I was constantly in the garage with the Uh, engineers and the technicians tearing vehicles down, putting new components on them. And it also gave me the opportunity for a lot of seat time. I just love being behind the wheel of different products and seeing where their strengths are. And, And just general vehicle performance is something that I really appreciate. So that first year, year and a half or so, I was focused at Milford testing those vehicles and also getting to do different ride trips where we'd go to the sand dunes, for example, and evaluate the off road prowess of the vehicles as well as their on road capabilities. So great start, really enjoyed that opportunity. And that led me to the next assignment as assistant program engineering manager on the full-size SUV vehicles. So your Tahoes, Yukons, Suburbans, Escalades that we build in Arlington, Texas, I got the opportunity to work with that team while they were introduced to the plant for the first time. So that zoomed me out a bit from the fun of hardware exposure and seat time and more of the nitty gritty of program management, right? The business side and the launch execution of bringing pre-production vehicles from the relative comfort of headquarters where the entire team is able to be there to support into a new manufacturing footprint 
and getting that other team up to speed and bringing those new products into light in a very condensed timeline so that way we can get new products into market as quickly as possible. Very cool. Now, you more recently were the vehicle systems engineer for General Motors, and now you're the quality launch manager. Talk about those two titles and exactly what those entail. Excellent. Yeah. So after I did that truck work, a Corvette opportunity came up and those are very attractive roles. So I raised my hand as soon as I saw that. And the first job that I got in Corvette was actually as what's called an IRT co-chair. That's an issue resolution team co-chair. And I was assigned to Bowling Green Assembly here in Kentucky for the Z06 launch. So there's obviously a period of time before the vehicles are available for customers where we get factories up to speed on various brand new models and get everything going before we're able to be at full production run rate. I was serving the chassis and active thermal space specifically in that IRT role. So everything on the vehicle, basically the dirty side, right? The structure, steering, suspension, brakes, powertrain, cooling, air conditioning as well. All of those components of the car were my responsibility when those Z06s were coming down the line for the first time. So you can imagine the mix between intensity and reward because there's so much going on at once and there's a lot of pressure to make sure that you're able to deliver from your space. But I absolutely loved it and really thrive in this launch type environment. About a year and a half into serving as the RT, I got the opportunity to expand my responsibility to take on, as you mentioned, the vehicle system engineering role as well. So I actually served both those roles concurrently where I maintained every vehicle that came down the line in the launch cadence, as well as owned the business aspect and the current product aspect of the entire architecture. So as a vehicle system engineer, you really represent about 40 to 50 engineers around the globe that own the individual components within the subsystems that I just mentioned. And there's a ton of different deliverables that you got to stay on top of within all of those different components. So that even includes different warranty items, if that might be the case, and also pre-production design items, if that's an option as well, in addition to the manufacturing responsibilities. So I enjoyed being able to maintain presence here in the plant as well as being able to expand to the larger vehicle as a whole. Wow, that's amazing. Part of your job, an important part of your job, was getting back to the design engineers about how Bowling Green Assembly Plant installs what they've designed. You were essentially like a conduit between Bowling Green Assembly Plant and the design engineers, right? Yeah, you have a very good understanding of my job responsibility. <laughs> to be honest with you, as an engineer having tangible skills and wrenching experience personally and professionally, that was crucial in being able to convey some of the challenges that we might see live with tangible assembly back to some of the engineering teams that work in different spaces that may not be as close to the product as I was. So I felt uniquely suited and in a unique position to help the team succeed because I had so much exposure to everything live while also having to maintain a really good understanding of the virtual presence of the vehicle and how we engineer within those different models and things. You are the perfect person for the job, Jeff. That's for sure. I appreciate that. I'll send that along to my managers. You got it. <laughs> Tell them you need a raise. <laughs> Jeff, outline a typical day for you at the Bowling Green Assembly Plant. Sure. So that, as you can imagine, the, the, probably the most cliche answer is there is no typical day, but that couldn't be more true. 
I'll speak to that as an IRT VSC in a launch window. We have scheduled build weeks where the new cars are introduced to the factory. When we're not in those build weeks, there's an enormous amount of preparation from a variety of different aspects. So material availability and presentation is probably paramount in ensuring that you can actually assemble the cars. But you also have to manage any potential design or process changes that can help iterate the product or process to improve it in the long run. So it's really a balance of the essentials, the foundation of putting a car together, as well as introducing these incremental improvements as the launch cadence matures. So that really took a lot of my time. And of course, when it's showtime and it's a build week, it's all hands on deck. I might be unique and just kind of enjoying the firefighting aspect when you're there with your team and it's happening live. You really have no one to rely on but yourself. So you have to be very resourceful and creative, understand your team and your capabilities of what you can do to solve these problems as they're happening because there's so much depending on all of this running smoothly and successfully. Amazing. Well, buddy, let's take our final break. When we come back in segment three, we're going to talk more about the Bowling Green Assembly Plant and the C8 Corvette coming up next on Corvette Today. Are you ready for a better insurance policy without the Corvette tax? With agreed value protection, the value of your collector vehicle will never change. Plus, you'll save money. Get a quick quote at ncminsurance.com. Car Capsule brings you the official multi-award winning Corvette SC1 Showcase. It's the ultimate form of protection, preservation, and presentation for your Corvette. No dust, mold, or mildew. This officially licensed GM product features all eight Corvette flag logos, Corvette branding on the panels, a carbon fiber look and feel, and interior chip onboard lighting, plus the IntelliCharge battery charger with the fan backup system. It takes only five minutes to inflate and it won't collapse when you open the doors or during a power loss. It's a a freestanding drive-in, drive-out operation. See it at carcapsule.com or call 219-945-9493. Are you ready to take your Corvette to the next level? Look no further than Classic Trim Customs. As the number one supplier for American hydrocarbon, we've manufactured some of the most impressive Corvette parts on the market, from engine bay panels to splitters and side skirts. With over 30 years of experience in hydrographics, we've perfected the technique and use only state-of-the-art materials and equipment to ensure the highest quality and precision. Visit our website at ClassicGrimCustoms.com or give us a call at 305-258-3090 to learn more about our products and services. Whether you want to create a show-stopping ride or just add a touch of personalization, the sky is the limit with Classic Trim Customs. Let us help you create the Corvette of your dreams. Yogi Berra once said, if you don't know where you're going, you'll probably end up there. At True Wealth & Company, we take that to heart. See, at True Wealth & Company, we believe your retirement lifestyle travels through two doors. Door number one, the blue door, gives you more options, financial freedom. Your money outlives you. Every happiness you wish for in life is through the blue door. Door number two, the red door, is where you outlive your money. You rely on family, friends, or even the state to take care of you. At True Wealth & Company, we're not just financial planners. The best way to walk through the blue door is to have a written plan. Make a work-optional lifestyle a reality with our proprietary True Life Map formula. Look towards your future with anticipation, not apprehension. Having a rock-solid fiduciary partner like True Wealth & Company is essential to effective financial planning. There's no winging it. There's nothing left to chance. Look, we don't want you to become another Yogi Berraism. Give us a call today at 913-653-TRUE. 
Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Start your financial independence and work optional lifestyle today. 913-653-8783. Visit us online at retirewithtrue.com. Investment advice offered through True Wealth and Company, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Kansas. Vetfinders.com is the Internet's original Corvette classified ads website with classified ads starting at just $25. And every ad runs until your Corvette is sold. If you're in the market for a Corvette, vetfinders.com has over 500 Corvettes for sale from all around the USA and Canada and covering all eight generations. Visit vetfinders.com, the Internet's destination for buying and selling Corvettes. That's V-E-T-T-E finders.com. This is the Corvette Today podcast with Steve Garrett. Thanks for listening and watching Corvette Today, the show that talks about everything Corvette. Brought to you by Wheelcraft. Summer is here and so is car show season. You want your Corvette looking its best. Dress it up with bright chrome or black chrome wheels. Visit wheelcraft.com and learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or do a wheel exchange and you get a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call them 833-639-4231. I'm your host, Steve Garrett. With me is quality launch manager, Jeff Brown. Jeff, in this third segment, let's talk about the Bowling Green assembly plant. GM spent a lot of money transitioning Bowling Green from the C7 to the C8. Let's talk about that transition and about the differences between the build lines from then up to now. Sure. So as you can imagine, going from a front engine architecture to a rear engine architecture for the first time was an unbelievable undertaking. And a lot of the conversations focused around what it took to make the car different and how to architect it from that perspective. But again, as you'd imagine, the assembly process is just as critical because if you can't put the car together, then you have nothing more than rendering. So back for the 2020 launch for the C8 Stingray, the amount of effort put into the lines to completely re-architect the plant was mind-boggling. Working and talking with the team members that supported that live on a daily basis, honestly, it's such a Herculean task. It's amazing to see how smoothly we're able to run today. That's really cool, Jeff. Talk about the C8 Stingray and transitioning into the Z06 and then the upcoming E-Ray as well. Yeah, so that was the first job that brought me to Bowling Green Assembly. Admittedly, that was intended to be a one-year assignment a few years back, and you can see how well that's lasted as I'm still here working on a daily basis. I just love what we get to do. But as you can imagine, when you introduce a new architecture into a plant, you have to have enough foresight into what the architecture is going to include to be able to be prepared from the get-go. So when the C8 Stingray was brought here, as I just mentioned, it was still a massive undertaking to get that single car to come down the line right after C7 just because they're so fundamentally different in the way that they're engineered and assembled. We had similar iterations coming into the wide-body variants of Z06 and E-Ray. So again, working on Z06, I was boots on the ground, sort of the tip of the spear and seeing what that looked like. The lines themselves have to be prepared for all of the new features and differences in them. So when we brought Z06 here, the line was moving with Stingrays coming down on a daily basis. We didn't get the opportunity to turn the line off and say, well, let's see how this fits here or how does this operation feel? We had to have all of our homework done. So when that first car hit the line, we were ready to go. So in addition, as I mentioned, is some new content, for example, the center front radiator. 
we knew that was going to be coming in for Z06. It was a requirement to ensure our, our thermal capacity was there. That station was already allocated down one of our chassis lines. We just didn't need to turn it on until that variant was introduced to the plant. Wow. That is part of the process of launch is getting not only those new features turned on for the first time, but also getting repetitions for us as a launch team and the operators that are going to do it on a daily basis. So the entire activity is very comprehensive of what needs to be accomplished. That also, of course, carried into the E-rays that we're building today. It was, from my perspective, a good transition that we got exposure to Z06 first, seeing the wide body proportions running that down the line, the wider wheels and tires. Steve, as you know, you've seen the rear wheels and tires on E-Ray and Z06 are awesome. And they're almost hilarious for their dimensions, the amount of grip that they provide. That's amazing. I know a really important part of the Bowling Green assembly plant build line is the integration of the Stingray, the Z06, and then also the exports. Talk about that philosophy behind the different variants coming down the line all at the same time, which is pretty amazing. It is, and it also definitely adds some workload to us, as you can imagine. So yeah, the our export exposure is greater than it's ever been. This is the first time that we're building right-hand drive variants down the production line and sending them around the world. As an enthusiast, it's very exciting because now you're seeing people globally sing the praises of the car that we all know is so amazing, and now it has the opportunity to get into the hands of more drivers. That was something we were adamant about early on in the scoping of C8 wanting to get the car out because we knew how world-class it would be, that it'd be a shame to limit it to only left-hand drive markets. And it's always fun when I'm taking new people through the factory and they see just the dash or the instrument panel and they see the steering column on the right-hand side. Everyone is very surprised by that. And it's like, yep, same line. Those, All of those different unique features have to be assemblable in the exact same way that we've been doing to this point. So again, it's really a function of preparation and doing your homework to know what you intend to offer and then ensure that you have the capabilities of so doing. That's amazing. I recently at the NCM Michelin Bash went through the plant again on a tour and it was so cool to see right-hand drive cars just sitting there. You see them in pictures. When you see it in person, it's just really, really cool. Yeah, you do a double take, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Also, you got a new job now, Jeff. You're a quality launch manager. Talk about that and the transition that you made from the vehicle systems engineer to this current job. Yeah, this, this has been a really fun transition, and it happened relatively recently and fairly quickly. Again, at working as a vehicle systems engineer, your homeroom is really focused on the product side of the house. So as I mentioned, I was in a unique spot being a liaison for product engineering in a manufacturing environment. Whereas this new role serving as a quality launch manager, my homeroom is now the manufacturing footprint. It's really exciting opportunity for me because I get to zoom out and take on the entire automobile instead of just focusing within the chassis and active thermal space as I've been doing before. So I'm looking forward to seeing different aspects of the vehicle that I was aware of but wasn't as focused on previously. And now I get to work with an unbelievable team of quality engineers that have a lot of experience in this space as well to ensure all of our future products are as good as we're building today. Well, congratulations on the new job for sure, buddy. Thanks, Steve. I'm loving it. Talk about some of the biggest challenges you've had with C8 production. How's that being addressed among the workers and the team builders? Yeah, I think the biggest challenge that I always harp on is also what makes us so good. And that's really the complexity that we offer. And that's not an accident. It's very intentional. As we just mentioned, we want to get the car to as many customers as we can, but we also want to offer as many options as possible. 
And of course, that introduces a pain point here because the easiest thing that we could do to build a car would be the Henry Ford mentality of you can have any color you want as long as it's black. But as you know, <laughs> as a Corvette owner yourself, your expectation is going to be a little bit higher than that. What that takes, it's a full court press from the entire team in organization, supply chain management, as well as introducing efficiencies where we're able to. So the way I look at being successful here is from the product side of the house to engineer as many efficiencies into the vehicle as you can not have unnecessary redundancies. And then from the manufacturing side of the house, it's kind of more of a function of innovation to absorb these greater workloads in the breadth of the portfolio that we offer. That sounds really, really cool. That's amazing. Jeff, let's talk about the engine build center. I know somewhere down the road, we're going to have the Z06 engine build experience. In a video I saw, in eight hours, you can build 2.75 engines. How does one become a Z06 master engine builder? Yes, as you can imagine, a very prestigious opportunity within the factory here and one that a lot of people pursue. But of course, it's not as easy as just raising your hand wanting to do it because then we'd have a line going out the door of people who'd be building LT6 engines. <laughs> of course, with the LT6 itself, it's in a different realm as far as engine assembly. It is literally a race car engine. So as you're aware, Steve, we're going into GT3 racing next year with Corvette and the LT6 that supplies those vehicles come from the Performance Build Center here in Bowling Green. Wow. Yeah, of course, it's got some modifications after the fact to fit the spec of the different series which they compete. But the bones of that engine are what you have in your Z06 going to work every day or going to the track on the weekends, which when you zoom out and think about what that means, that's pretty special that you're really driving a street legal race car on a daily basis. Again, all of that prestige makes it a very attractive position, but we have to make sure that the individuals who put these together have the skill sets to put a successful engine together. This isn't a hard and fast syllabus, if you will, to be credentialed, but we typically ask the engine builders to work for about a year in other engine assemblies. So here at the PBC, we also put together LT4 engines and LT1s for Camaro. So LT4, of course, for the Cadillac portfolio, the awesome Escalade V and our CT5V Blackwing giving operators exposure on those engines, then they'll get the opportunity. Of course, there has to be some manpower availability. It's not just you want to do it, you get the chance. There has to be an opening and a need. You apprentice for roughly six to eight weeks. So that is working with a current LT6 master engine builder to understand all the specific precision needed for that engine itself. And at that point in time, of course, after being able to prove your own individual competence, can we cut you loose to put your own LT6s together and have that sacred nameplate on the back of the engine in the car, which is, of course, very special. They take a lot of pride in that. Absolutely right. Now, I know each Z06 engine is dynoed for 20 minutes right after assembly. Run through that process for me. And what happens if an engine doesn't pass the dyno test? Yeah, good question. So for those that don't know, LT6, again, being a race car engine, gets a lot of white glove treatment. So we send every single hand-built LT6 engine off for a 20-minute dyno break and run. So that process, as you can imagine, is very tight, very scripted. So after the engine is built and passes all of the quality gates here at the PBC, it's sent over to a separate facility where it's plumbed, put into the dyno cell, and the first movement that the engine feels is actually just motoring of the dyno before it's even fired. Just make sure the rotating assembly is passing all of our quality gates, and it's hugely instrumented as well. We're pulling a ton of data off the engine as it's exposed to the dyno for the first time as a health check. After that point in time, fired off, and it runs through a very specific, and it's been iterated over the years, of ramped break-in schedule. So as you can imagine, 
race car engines, braking is very crucial and imperative to good performance out of the engine. And this script basically ramps in different engine RPMs. But interestingly, after each plateau, there's a slight relaxation window. And as an engineer, I find these things fascinating because that was largely advised by our metallurgist to allow for some bearing relaxation as it entered the next cadence of the engine dynamometer test. So after it finishes this ramp, it gets to sing with its full lungs. We do a full load, full watt pull where you just absolutely open it up. Anyone who knows anything about these cars, whether you've heard it live or just have heard every video on YouTube as I have, her voice is beautiful. So in the dyno cell, it's absolutely screaming. And then the final step of that test is to motor it down the same way we motored it up. And that's, again, a final health check to look at all the sensors on the engine before we take it off. And then the final step or the quality gates to do a final inspection on it. And we even cut open the oil filter to identify any potential contaminants, give it fresh oil, send it back here to the general assembly line, and we put it in the car. And as one of the guys who was very focused on the engine line during the Z06 launch, I always loved seeing the LT6 itself because the heat shields around the exhaust manifolds were already rainbowed. They'd already had one hard pull in them. You could see it. And it just, I don't know, even though the car is fresh, the engine's already had a nice pull and it's ready to go. That's really cool. I'd love to see one of those dyno tests. And it's really cool that you cut open the oil filter too. Yes. That's really neat. You know, Corvette would be nothing, Jeff, without the pride and the enthusiasm of every single team member. Talk about that and what sets the Bowling Green Assembly Plant apart from everybody else. Yeah, there's something intangible in the air here. And I think that's really what made it a no-brainer for me to extend my tenure indefinitely. There's the unspoken understanding that this is the American supercar and everyone that comes into work on a daily basis, day in and day out, you can feel it. Just the way that people speak around the jobs, the way they speak around the car, it really does feel like more than just a paycheck or more than just a job because every car that rolls off this line is somebody's dream because at the end of the day, you don't necessarily have to have a Corvette to be able to get to work or get to school. This is a treat. This is something that a lot of people have strived for their entire lives. And that's well known at every level of this organization, in the plant and in the engineering teams. That type of energy to come into every day is very inspiring and makes us all bring our best foot forward. To bring all that home, again, it's known amongst the team, but on a daily basis, we have tours going through the factory as well. And as you can imagine, that's not common for every GM manufacturing facility. Not everyone is asking to see how their commuter is put together, whereas every one of these cars is built for someone who's very enthusiastic. So seeing the tours come through on a daily basis and seeing everyone absolutely marvel as to how we put the pieces of the puzzle together, that just keeps that energy thriving. That's fantastic. You can see the pride in the line. I remember going through and saying hi to some of these people while they were building. You could see the pride just gleaming off their face. Yes, absolutely. Buddy, thank you so much for taking the time to be on Corvette today. This has been so much fun. Let's do it again soon. Absolutely, Steve. This has been a lot of fun. I look forward to seeing when you come back out to Bowling Green. Thanks for listening to Corvette Today. And please be sure to tell your family, friends, and other Corvette enthusiasts about the Corvette Today podcast. And thanks to our sponsors. Wheelcraft. Want to dress up your Corvette with bright chrome or black chrome wheels? Visit wheelcraft.com to learn about their advanced PVD chrome finishing. They can refinish your wheels or offer a wheel exchange for most models, and it comes with a five-year warranty. Visit wheelcraft.com today or call 833-840-5334. 
Soul Performance Products at soulpp.com, the official exhaust of Corvette today. True Wealth and Company at retirewithtrue.com. Also, Aerolari Wheels. Get $100 off your purchase with the new promo code CT111 at aerolari.com. And Hendrick Chevrolet in Kansas City at chevyusa.com. You've been listening to Corvette Today with Steve Garrett. If you'd like to contact Steve with any thoughts on the podcast or ideas for guests on Corvette Today, you can email him at stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. That's stevegarrettdj at gmail.com. Garrett has two R's and two T's. Or connect with Steve on social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram using at stevegarrettdj. Thanks again for listening to Corvette Today.